Good evening, and welcome to another edition of After Dark with Rob and Andrew on the America Out Loud platform, which is one of the only true platforms where you will hear conservative news broken down and analyzed in a way that only we can do it. Of course, there are other platforms that are out there on America Out Loud platform, as well as on Facebook, where we have B.B. Diamond, my guest host tonight, who hosts Our Urban Story. Every Saturday, I think it is at 3 p.m. You don't want to miss that show. Tonight, we are going to talk about women and how it appears that they have turned against other women, therefore creating the war against women by women. Now, for the past couple of years, we've been hearing nothing but women coming out saying that men have been mistreating them, men are toxic, men are evil, and men need to tone it down. Even Barack Obama, the first black president, came out and said that men have disappointed him. During the 2016 and 2020 election, Maxine Waters came out and said that she was disappointed with black men because they voted for Donald Trump. And we've been hearing this rhetoric over and over again. We hear how men have tried to prevent women from climbing up the corporate ladder. Now, in some cases, that might be true. But to say that all men are guilty of this Men are toxic. Men are taking away from women. Fast forward to 2022, 2023. And we now have men dressing as women and taking women positions. And the Democrats, believe it or not, BB, are supporting this. We have judges who are supporting this. We have judges who are saying that men should be allowed to participate in female sports. In sports whereby the men are breaking records. You have Joe Biden, who has elevated a man to be the Surgeon General of Health, Rachel Levin. We had Joe Biden making Sam Britton a man, a bald head man, wearing lipstick and makeup and a dress and heels over our, I think it was our sanitation. And when you take a closer look at the administration, you'll see many others that are doing the same thing. But yet and still, they're saying that, oh, no, men, they're toxic. But the fact that you have women supporting this, going out to bat for this, and attacking other women who speak out. Look at Riley Gaines, the swimmer, who spoke out against a man swimming, pretending to be a woman. Look at what's happening in Israel. The rape of women and all of these feminists like Oprah Winfrey and Gayle King, where are they? Why aren't they out speaking against it? Where is Alyssa Milano, who's supposed to be one of the champions of the Me Too movement? Women are turning against women. Women are their worst enemy. They have launched the war on women. BB, thank you for joining us tonight. What are your thoughts? Thank you for having me. Um, this is so spot on. I could not agree with you more. Whether it's the transgender issue or the brutal rape and pillaging of Israeli women, women have failed other women. 
And I believe uh, just to be just to, to, to zero in on it a little more, I believe these are women on the left who have abandoned, who have failed other women. What happened to the Me Too movement? What happened to believe all women? So we should believe all women unless they're Israeli and Jewish. I mean, this is outrageous how women, particularly on the left, have failed other women. And as we go along, we'll discuss like soccer player Megan Rapino. I mean, she's made her money and she's saying males should compete against other males, uh, against females. And it is a scientific fact that men, males, biological males are stronger, are physically stronger than biological females. That is why you have separate divisions and there's Title IX to protect female athletes. Title IX designed to protect female athletes. But as you said, you have Megan Rapino who's saying that men should be allowed to play in women's sports. And it's easy for her to say that. You know why? Because she's getting ready to retire. She won't have to go up against these men. She can sit back and say, oh, no, but they're women also. No, they're not. Martina Nartilovala, the famous tennis player, has even spoken out against it. And you know what they said about her? She's a homophobe. She's a lesbian. Oh, but she's a homophobe because she doesn't want men playing tennis in the female sports. What kind of sense does this make? It's absurd. And as you mentioned, BB, it's on the left. They're these leftist women who came out with Me Too, who came out and said that, whoa, Trump said that he's going to grab them here. But they're completely silent when you see the atrocities committed against women who are Jewish. Completely silent. It's as if though they don't even want to talk about it. There was one congressman on TV. No, it wasn't a congressman. It was a uh, commentator on fake news CNN. And she went to Israel during the start of this war. And she said, well, we want you guys to know that Hamas, they're treating women with respect. And I'm just going to break it down because they're also giving them sanitary napkins. I thought, is she for real? Is she serious? Is this woman serious? Yes, she was every bit of being serious. They don't care. You look at what happened to Afghanistan when it failed. All these women saying, we're going to support them. We want them to go to school. But the moment it failed, they said absolutely nothing. They knew that the women were going to be raped and beaten. Nothing. As I said in my opening, where is Oprah Winfrey? Where is Gail King? And here's another one I'm going to hit you with, BB. Where is Michelle Obama? Bingo. You, you Where know. is she? She spoke out Where loudly is. during the situation in Africa when the Bokeem group kidnapped all those girls. Where no, is she no. now? No, you're absolutely right. It is shameful. It is outrageous. And I don't want to hear this BS that, oh, Israel made this up or AI intelligence, artificial intelligence created these scenes. These monsters of Hamas actually filmed the atrocities. The world saw the young woman who was being put on a truck and her her area where her privates are, her private parties, it was bloodied. Okay? We all saw that image. This was not made up to deny this. It took the United Nations almost two months to recognize 
the, 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 the raping and the pillaging of women as a weapon of war, which occurred on October 7th. It is outrageous. This is why these feminist groups really have no credibility with the average American. Had the perpetrators been Christian or I call themselves a Christian or anything like that, there'll be feminist groups and rightly so marching across this country. But because we're talking about Muslim men acting like savages, silence. It's outrageous. Complete silence. Michelle, if you're out there, we're waiting for you to stand up. The same way we were waiting for your husband to stand up and denounce what Hamas was doing. But all he could say is, oh, well, we're all to blame. Absolutely not. We're not all to blame. That is Hamas. So he's not saying anything. And Michelle isn't saying anything. And then you listen to Jaya, Primula Jaya Paul when she came out to say something about what's happening to the women. She spoke so cavalier. Well, we know that's what happens. You know, and we've got to look at both sides. Because what, what are both sides doing? She had the audacity to say that. Where's Maisie Hirono, who said, believe all women? Where are these outspoken women who, during the Brett Kavanaugh Supreme Court hearings, were out front, loud in front, saying, believe all women? And this man, look at what he did to women. Where are these feminists? May I interject for one? Absolutely. Thing? You know, when I saw Congresswoman Jai Paul, I, I was appalled at what she said. Appalled. There is no excuse. You can go through the narrative and the history of the Nakba, as the Palestinians call it, in 1948. We can go through that, but there is no justification for Hamas targeting civilians, raping and torturing women, children, and the elderly. There's one report where they cut off the breasts of a woman and juggled it, and she died. Okay, they played with her. I mean, I don't mean to be graphic, but this was not a normal rape. This was, uh, uh, they did such horrific things to these Jewish and Israeli women. And for the feminist movement, for a female congresswoman to say, well, we have to look at both sides. This is outrageous. Even Hillary Clinton didn't stoop that low. The baby, the issue is that they don't care. They simply don't care. When she made that statement on TV, as Maya Angelou once said, when a person shows you who they are, believe them. She was showing us the content of her character, you know, the content of character that Martin Luther King always spoke about when he was alive. She was showing us the inner workings of her soul. This whole thing charade with believe women and women first in this and me too. It's all for show because they don't believe it. They simply don't believe it. We have a problem here in this country that people don't want to accept the truth. And the Bible warns us of that. The Bible tells us that the day would come that people would rather believe a lie than the truth. And you look at what we're up against now. Look at how hard women fought for the right to vote to be counted, to work, 
to protect their bodies and say, men just can't do anything they want to do with our bodies. We're not to be objectified. Fast forward to 2023, you have women objectifying their own bodies. Look at some of the rappers. Well, they call themselves rapper. Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion. And then there are these two other women. I don't even know their name, Little Red or Red Fox. The lyrics coming from their mouth is nothing but trash. It's from the pit of hell. And I remember baby clearly during the 80s how women spoke out against us and said that men were objectifying them. I remember Oprah Winfrey when she had her radio, her talk show on TV. And she would say, this is horrible. Look at how, they're, look at how they view women. And in these nudie magazines, and this shouldn't be. Fast forward to 2023, and you have Maxine Waters telling Megan the Stallion, oh, I saw your video. And I like the way you're owning your own sexuality. It has nothing to do with owning your sexuality. It's what they're selling to our young girls. And it's nothing but filth and damnation. And for these same women to come out there and say, oh, men are doing this to me and men. Really? You're putting it out there for them. And then you won't believe when the truth hits you in the face. You want to turn around. You want to then change the subject. Really? This is the war on women by women. This whole thing with men are doing it to us now, you're doing it to yourself. And it's embarrassing. And it has to be called out. Again, I will ask, where is Michelle Obama? She has two daughters. Where is she? Why isn't she standing up? Why isn't she and Oprah Winfrey standing lock and lock and saying, this should not be happening? Where are they? They're the loudest speakers, the loudest voices. I remember so clearly Oprah Winfrey getting on the stage during one of those liberal ceremonies, talking about time's up. And everyone was clapping their hands. Oh, hooray, 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 time is up. What about now, Oprah? Where are you? Nowhere to be found. And I want to point out also, the other night, I was speaking about the professor's or presidents of these Ivy League schools, Claudine Gay of Harvard, Sally Kornbluth of MIT, and then there's one more over at Liz McGill of the University of Pennsylvania. One point of correction, I had said that Claudine Gay was gay, but I was confusing her with her cousin, Roxanne Gay, who happens to be a gay rights activist and she's a lesbian. But the point I want to make is that these three women, Liz McGill of University of Penn, Claudine Gay of Harvard, Sally Kornbluth of MIT, when they went before the House to speak and to talk about anti-Semitism, they could not come out and denounce it. They could not come out and denounce what has been happening to the students on their campus, to the female students on the campus. Now, B.B., if we were to change the word Jews for blacks, they would be all over it. They would be all over it, marching, saying, oh, this is wrong. We can't do this. And, of course, they would put in black women because black women have to endure so much. They're constantly suffering. And this is wrong. Well, I watched some of the testimony when um, Representative Elise Stefanik of New York questioned these presidents, three presidents 
of these three prestigious universities. And I'm glad you brought this up um, because clearly um, of uh, Dr. Gay and the other two ladies, Liz McGill they and uh, Sally Kornbluff of MIT, honestly, they seem like lightweights. Can I just be very honest? Please. Their performance uh, uh, just showed me and maybe millions of other people, this is why it's hard for women to be leaders of institutions. Even if you don't have it formally documented in your policies and procedures, Dr. Gay, for example, of Harvard could have said, anti-Semitism is against our creed and ethics uh, at Harvard University. We may not have it formally documented and we're working on that, but yes, it is against Harvard's um, ethics. She could have said something like that. And Liz McGill had a, like a little smirk on her face. Three, these three ladies came across as lightweights. They're so busy. They're so used to being politically correct. Well, it depends on the context, they said. In what context uh, uh, calling for the genocide of Jewish people is acceptable? And in what context? That is silly. You would absolutely say, yes, that, uh, that, is, that is against the creed of our college. All students should feel safe. And we know in my closing that if it were Blacks who were being harassed and there was, was the genocide called, someone was calling for a genocide of African-Americans, it would immediately be denounced without any nuance or shade. They were embarrassing, in my opinion, uh, at the uh, Senate, uh, not the Senate, but the congressional hearing uh, a couple of days ago. You're spot on. They were embarrassing. And as you said, their performance set the women's movement back decades because they could not stand up for what was right and call out the anti-Semitism on their campuses. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Outlaw platform. We'll be back after this commercial break. Thank you. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Clean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with pure plant protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now 
We have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Going back to our discussion about the war on women by women. And when we went to break, we were talking about the three Harvard professors. And BB said, and I agree with her completely, this is why women have a difficult time leading major corporations because of the performances of Liz McGill, McGill of University of Pennsylvania, Claudine Gay of Harvard, and Sally Kornbluth of MIT. They were lock and step with their responses, refusing to call out anti-Semitism. Now, however, BB, now that the crowd is against them, now that it seems that the money is going to stop coming in, they're trying to go out and say, well, actually, I didn't mean that, what I did. And this is typical of Democrats. They will say one thing, and then once they're caught, they'll come back and try to explain it away. Well, you know, it, it, it all depends on the wording. It all, no, as you said, BB, all they had to do was to denounce it. That is not difficult to do. And it's not difficult at all. And as we both said, you and I were both black. Had this been a situation where the black students perceived some type of discrimination, they would have come out and said, oh, this is wrong. And the person who did it, the old evil white man. Well, let me just let you guys in on a secret without deviating from the topic. Because the Democrats like to talk about white privilege. And I think we've spoken about this before, BB, on the show, and I think you were on. The white privilege is what you see right now in the White House with Joe Biden and his son. That's white privilege. Because if Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, was black, he would already be in jail for tax evasion. Look at what happened to Red Fox. Look at what happened to the other black actor, Wesley Snipes. Spent time in jail. There was a, I think it was the mayor of Baltimore who went to jail for lesser crimes than Hunter Biden. Now, allow that to marinate. And since we're on the subject of women against women, holding women back, the war against women by women, the way Hunter Biden treated women as his sexual pets and then dismissed them, but yet and still you have women supporting this. You have women coming out saying, oh, he did nothing wrong. Joe Biden, look at what he did to Tara Reid. He's yet to be held accountable. And these feminists will not hold him accountable. This woman came out and said what Joe did to her. And it's not the first time. We have an FBI agent who said that Joe was swimming the buff. Where are the feminists? Why aren't they calling this out? Have they lost their voices? Are they afraid? 
Look at how Joe's how Joe Biden treated his granddaughter. Look at how Hunter Biden treated his own daughter. Wouldn't recognize her. And now I'm hearing that this holiday season, they would usually put up a Christmas stocking for all the grandkids. They decided to forego that altogether. You know why? Because they didn't want to put up a Christmas stocking for the granddaughter who was born out of wedlock. Jill Biden, you would think, would say something about it. You would think Jill would say, no, we can't do this. There's your war on women by women. Allowing this to happen, allowing a privileged white man to disrespect them. No one is saying anything. They're just looking the other way. But they can graciously come up with all these charges against Trump. Oh, well, Trump this and Trump that. Really? Joe Biden has no respect for women. And at the rate she's going, I would say neither does Jill Biden. Because you would think as a woman, she would say, Hunter, we can't do this, your, your daughter like this. This is, this is Joe's flesh and blood. But they don't care. They don't care. And no one will call them out. Nancy Pelosi isn't going to call him out. And I just gave you Maxine Waters' MO. These are high-profiled women. And you would think these high-profiled women would call this out. Look at how they're treating Kamala Harris. Now, I don't care for her politics, but look at how they're treating her. Dancing right over her as though she's not the vice president trying to find another candidate, the media included. You have women in the media who are saying the same thing. Some of them are even attacking her, saying, well, maybe she should do this. And you know they're right. But yet, still, where is that respect? Respect all women. It is the left that mistreat women. It is the left that only use women for what they can get out of them. And you know what that is? The vote. And that is it. We have your vote. We don't need you. And I guess that's the reason why they're trying to make men out of women so that they can get their vote. This is a vicious cycle of stupidity. It is a vicious cycle that will take us nowhere anytime soon. And BB, the last time you were on here, you made reference to the Bible. And we have to always bring it back to the Bible. Because it is the blueprint of our lives. It is the blueprint of what we should live by. And the Bible speaks of this evilness. The Bible tells us that these days are going to come. And we are truly living in the last days. It is a sign of the times. When you see all of this that's coming out, and you have a political party that is trying to poison the men, I mean the minds of so many. And make them think what we're doing is right. And it's not right. Trying to replace one for the other. And at the same time, launching an attack on the group that you said are most vulnerable. Baby, this is not going to end well. And people need to wake up and realize it and start standing up and pushing back. What do you say, Ms. Diamond? Thank you. No, you're absolutely right. This is a critically important what we're discussing tonight. But I think we need to keep in mind that for the leftists, those who have rejected God, I'm not talking about your average liberal. For the left, it's about the narrative. 
So if it means shunting women or, or cheapening what it means to be a woman, then that's what it means. Now, the feminists are eerily silent. The same feminists who marched and who wanted uh, equal wages and Title IX, where are they? And I believe it's because the left has captured the narrative, if you will. And the narrative is if a man just wants to slap on makeup, um, but he still has his male parts, he can identify as a woman. And this cheapens what it means to be a woman. It's the left who glamorizes and who glorifies the rap like Pound Town by Red, Foxy Red, um, where women are just promiscuous. They have no value of their bodies, right? It's the more liberal and conservative women who are saying women should not be objectified. But it's the left who are like, you know, being free with your sex is part of liberation, if you follow the left's narrative, up is down, down is up. We have to be very careful and guard our eyes and our minds and our children's eyes, minds and hearts away from this narrative that is really extreme. And most Americans, most common sense people have rejected it. But the leftists, they will push this. They will pretend that Michael can become Michelle when Michael doesn't have a uterus. He can't give birth, but they'll push this narrative on the media in Hollywood, knowing it has no support in fact. It's biologically impossible. They will ignore the rape and the pillaging and the torture of Israeli women because it doesn't fit the narrative that Israel, because you see many of them are from Europe, they're the oppressed and Hamas and the Palestinians are, are the oppressed and the Israelis are the oppressor. See, with the left, it's about the narrative. And I'll go into that more as we proceed. Thank you so much. You're right. It is about the narrative. And the right has got to take control of the narrative. We've got to take control of it and put out the truth. And that is a reason why we have platforms like After Dark with Robin Andrew and our urban story. Because we have got to push the truth out there. And I would encourage all of our listeners to share these podcasts because the more our voices are out there, people will start to wake up. If you can share a bad joke on Facebook or X, formerly known as Twitter or Instagram, certainly you can share a podcast that is asking people to wake up and presenting them with the truth. Because you would be surprised to hear or to find out that many people aren't hearing what we're saying. They're going along with the narrative of the left, and that's what they want. And that is a reason why they want to take us off of these social media platforms. They want to take us off because they don't want those voices heard. And when you have women that are marching behind this, it's dangerous. They're defeating themselves. There is no way Michael should be able to compete in a female sport under the name of Michelle simply because as Michael, he was a lackluster athlete. So now he's decided, oh, I'm going to move over here. And then you have women supporting this. I will say it again. Oprah, where are you? 
Michelle Obama, where are you? What are they doing? How can they sit back having that big voice and say absolutely nothing, not weigh in? Are they afraid that they might get canceled? Well, that's the price you pay. Because there are many foot soldiers that are out there that don't have all the money that you have and are willing to sacrifice it all to make certain that the truth is out there. But these women of means, of power, they won't. They'll sit back and watch it and allow it to go forth. But they'll weigh in on things that have nothing to do with them, things that will cause destruction. God sees all this, and he's not happy. And I know some of you might be saying, well, if he sees it, he should jump down here. He should do something about it. Oh, trust me. It's in the makings. An awakening will happen. It's going to come. An awakening is going to come. And woe is to him who's on the wrong side, who's pushing this damnation, who's confusing our children with it, who's claiming that they're being attacked by someone that they're not being attacked by. But when you see the truth staring you in the face, day in and day out, and you refuse to accept it, shame on you. Shame on all of you, all of you women who have a voice and you're not saying anything. As we mentioned, these three college professors, look at the amount of power that they have. Imagine had they stood up and called this out for what it was, but they did it. So people look at this and say, they're just there for show. They're only in those positions to window dress. But then once they found out that the money might stop, now they want to backtrack, which is so typical of Democrats. It is so typical because Republican conservative women are willing to stand up and be counted. They're willing to have their voices heard. You look at how much they attack Kellyanne Conway. As successful as she was, first woman ever to be successful in getting a presidential candidate nominated and into office. They said nothing about it. Look at Sandra Day O'Connor, who died just recently. God rest her soul. Very little was said about it. They might have put like about a day or so. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, they talked about her non-stop. Non-stop, as if though she was a saint. Non-stop. Shameful. Condoleezza Rice, first black secretary, female secretary of state. They hardly ever mention it, won't say anything about her, as if though she doesn't exist. But then when you have this other woman who's sitting on the court, who's done absolutely nothing, who can't even tell you what a woman is, now think about that. That's a war against women. She can't even define a woman. Well, if you can't define a woman, how is it that men are oppressing these women? How is it that toxic men are oppressing these women? You are a toxic woman. Oh, but they'll celebrate her. Oh, she's just the best thing ever. You know, BB, I was thinking the other day how Barack Obama, when he got into office, received the Nobel Peace Prize for doing absolutely nothing. Another participation trophy for doing absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. What did he do besides cause a lot of confusion? 
And you would think that people would call that out. No. What did he do significantly for black women? He certainly didn't try to uh, change the laws to get your men out of jail. Nothing. Nothing at all. But yet they'll celebrate he and Michelle. Look at Melania Trump. Look at how they attacked her when she went to Rosalind Kennedy's funeral. Memorial. We're just going to attack all the conservative women. What are you going to gain by that? But see, BB, they don't care because they want to be able to control the narrative as much as possible. What do you say? You're absolutely right. They want to control the narrative. And they have um, largely in the past been more successful um, when you didn't have a Fox News, you didn't have alternative alternative media outlets like yours, your podcast, or Steve Bannon's War Room, or Newsmax. So that's critical to them. They want to control the narrative, narrative even if it flies in the face of reality. Uh, I, I like your title tonight. I think it's very, very important. The War Against Women by Women. There's a, a special unit, if you will, of the United Nations for Crimes Against Women. And it took them almost two months to denounce um, what happened to the Israeli females that was filmed. It was filmed by Hamas themselves, right? They spread this terror on social media, but to the left, no, it's, it's a lie. Israel did this or that. Because they, it's imperative for them to control the narrative, even if it's a flat-out lie, right? Um, women are put at risk, even under Hamas's rule, under Islam, but that will not be discussed by the left, right? Because their enemy, if you will, are religious Jews and Christians. It's not Muslims. So women being treated as second-class citizens, women being denied education. Only recently, women were allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia. In Afghanistan and other places, women have to be covered from their heads to their feet, or they might get beaten by the religious police. And yet the feminist groups are silent. But let a conservative or a Christian or patriot speak against abortion, uh, speak out against certain things. They want to dox you. They try to ruin your lives. They want to cancel you, deplatform you. Because it's very important for them to control this godless and it's actually harmful narrative. The political correctness will get us killed. Those three uh, presidents of those three prestigious universities. They are so used to being politically correct. They sounded basically like idiots. They made women look dumb, even with PhDs and being president of MIT and Harvard and UPenn. And it made millions of us sit back and say, were they diversity hires? Are they really that dumb? A 10th grader, if you ask him, is it wrong to call for the genocide of a group of people, the 10th grader would tell you, yes, it's wrong. That's where we are. And we must beat back the narrative of the left because they do not have the answers. They do not have the resolution. They cause more problems. And I'll end on this. Political correctness gets people 
killed and harmed, and including Jewish women who feel frightened at MIT, at NYU, at Columbia, at Harvard, and at UPenn. It's outrageous. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. We'll be back after this commercial break with my special guest host, B.B. Diamond of Our Urban Story. Thank you. Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio want to introduce you to ASEA Redox Cell Signaling Molecules. It is more than just a wonderful natural product. Redox molecules are native to the human body. Redox molecules enable your body to turn on its inner doctor so your body can heal itself the way it did naturally when you were young. Check out americaoutloud.shop. Look for ASEA Cell Signaling Molecules Liquid Supplement and check out Nurse Michelle's recent favorite ASEA product, Renew 28 Revitalizing Redox Gel, because this gel helped get me through some significant muscular pain during my healing process following a recent canoeing accident when I broke my hip. Give it a try for your aches and pains and let Nurses Out Loud hear how your health has improved. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. And we're back with the last half of After Dark with Robin Andrew. And I want to end this half the same way I opened it up, asking the whereabouts of Michelle Obama and Oprah Winfrey and Alyssa Milano and all these other feminists, modern-day feminists, who came up with the Me Too movement and the toxic male Where are they? Why aren't they speaking out? Why are they allowing this war on women to continue? Why are they silent when they see white privileged men pretending to be women and filling that space? Why aren't they calling this out? Why are they afraid? Where is Kamala Harris, albeit she's locked up in this is the way they're treating her. But why isn't she calling out? She was quick to come out and defend Jesse Samalai, who I now hear is going headed back to prison. But where are they? Where are these women? Can't they get it together for a minute to stand up and to call out the brutality that took place in Israel, to call out what's happening? And our society today with women, men pretending to be women, and taking over their space? I think about the writer, the author, J.K. Rawlings, how she called it out, and how they viciously attacked her. She's a homophobe. I mean, she's not a homophobe. She's speaking the truth. And when you have men coming out, attacking her viciously, calling her all kinds of names, and women just sitting back, just looking. Oh, we're not going to say anything. Well, that's not a, for one, he's not a woman. He's a man. And we shouldn't be required to call him a woman when we know clearly he is a man. I don't care how many times you chop off your stick, you're still a man. 
you don't have women, BB, who claim to be lesbians or trans trying to fill the spot of a man because they know they can't do it. You don't have women saying, oh, I'm going to have a sex change and I'm going to go play professional uh, base, uh, football or basketball. You don't have it. But yet still you have it on the other side. And women won't say anything about it. They will attack each other. They will ride each other. They will drag each other in the dirt. As I mentioned, Kellyanne Conway, look at how they all came out and talked about her. Never giving her any respect for what she did. Never, not once. This is shameful. And it has to be called out. And women have got to start standing together and saying, we've had it. There was a movement. We fought for our rights. And now we're going to go down by allowing these confused men to take our, our space, our place, our seat at the table. There was a show that comes on, I think it was P Valley and Posse, with men pretending to be women. Men taking positions, taking roles in Hollywood. Now, I'm sure that there are some women that don't like this, but they're afraid to call it out. Well, let me tell you one thing. As my great aunt used to say, honey, baby child, you better wake up and open up your mouth. Because they're moving full force with this. And if you don't stop it, it never will be stopped. Because it is their intent to indoctrinate the country with this craziness. To pit women against women, as opposed to saying, let's work together in a sisterhood. Bibi, what are your thoughts? You know, uh, you're absolutely right. I agree with you 100%. And I think the two key issues that have shown us that even women, and I think it's really the leftist women, who have really been an enemy of other women, at least Martina Navratilova, she went through the battles of women having their space in sports. You know, I believe also uh, her name escapes me. Serena Williams said she doesn't want to compete with males because male biological males are structured differently than biological females. Quite frankly, we're not as strong as males, particularly in the upper part of our bodies. So when you have a male like Leah Thomas, who is William Thomas, at the University of Penn, where he beat Riley Gage only by an eighth of a second, it's not fair because they have greater upper body strength. And now Joe Biden, because of Leah Thomas, because he's been influenced by these leftists in his administration, they want to alter Title IX to allow for transgenders, transgenders to compete. But why? Why don't we have this issue in male sports? You you, made, you brought up an excellent point. You don't see lesbians who are even butchy lesbians, right? You don't see them pretending to be guys and going out there and playing uh, football because they would get they would get seriously injured because at the end of the day, biologically, they are female. I am tired of the leftists really harming fellow women, whether it's the transgender issue, whether it's ignoring the rape and the second class citizenship of women under Islam and the rape and pillaging of women, Israeli women by Hamas. They are eerily silent. And this is something that they should be ashamed about. And this is why I, I repeat this. 
They have no credibility with the average American. They simply do not. Thank you. And women have got to start calling this out. <laughs> got to start speaking up. I can't say that enough. Because if you don't, they will replace you. And I want to say that it's being done subtly, but it actually isn't. I mean, to change Title IX to allow men, and that's who they are, men, to compete against women. And when you have women that are supporting this, that are out front saying, oh, yeah, let's do it. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm thinking, do you have rocks in your head? Listen to what you're saying. Baby, it's as if though they don't care. They will look at you and say, there's something wrong with you. Now, remember right, when, they they were marching, when they were marching on the hill with their pink hats and saying, oh, women, women power. Was that all for naught? Did it mean absolutely nothing? And with that short period of time, look at where we are. And that's what's so scary about this, BB. Look at where we are within that short period of time with these toxic white liberal men pretending to be women. And then you have these white women who are okay with it. Yeah, it's really outrageous. Like, for example, Rachel Levine. I forget his real name, right? Richard he's, Levine. He's, Richard Levine, thank you. He's in a position, if you want to talk about women breaking the corporate ceiling, why isn't a biological woman in that position? Why would the Secretary of Health, I believe, this position be a biological male who puts on makeup and dresses like a woman? And he did this after he's had his children, after he's lived his life as a male. Now he wants to be a female because it's easier to compete against women. I, I, I just, I, and then women and the left in the Democratic Party just goes along with it. What was all that fighting for, the marching? Uh, what was all that for if you're going to allow men to put on makeup, a skirt, and a wig and say, I'm a female? You have cheapened, you have cheapened what it means to be a female. And that's outrageous. And we are doing it to one another, but I believe it's the leftists because of that narrative. And I, I just, I wanna bring it back just a tad bit. I know we're, 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 we're you know, I have to be careful with the time. This is a spiritual battle. At the root of it, it's spiritual. So almost anything that defies the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the left will be for whether it's abortion, transgenderism, um, Islam, they will be for it because they are in rebellion against the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that is at the root of this. So if it means throwing Israeli and Jewish women under the bus, odd really didn't happen, it was made up, well, then that's what it means. Because those who hate Israel also hate the United States. They hate the West because they are in rebellion against the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Thank you. And maybe that's the reason why they want us to, they want to try and separate us from God. They want to separate us from the church. They want to separate us from the teachings in the Bible. Because if they're able to separate us, there is no moral compass. And I don't care what anyone says. We need a moral compass. We need the Bible. And as I mentioned during the first block, that is our blueprint for living this life. But if they're able to tear us away from that, to say anything goes, you can do whatever, you can be whoever, they will do it. And they do not care. 
and they're hoping that you don't realize it. What are you talking about? Look at the, the topic of our, our subject tonight. The war on women against women. Never would we have thought that we would be where we are today with women not supporting women. And it's so openly done. Subtle in some senses, but at the same time, it is so open. Because you would think that people would, women would be able to just stand out unequivocally and say, what is happening here, what happened in Israel is wrong. They are abusing us. They are killing us. They are raping us. And then the example that you pointed out of that young woman, that we, many of us saw this picture. I mean, it's, it's ingrained in my head. And every time I think about it, I shake my head. I'm like, are you serious? If they do this to this woman, and we have no women to stand up and say, this is wrong, to say, that could have been my daughter. That could have been my sister. That could have been my mother. The embarrassment of that. I even heard that one woman said, one of the hostages that was released said that she heard they made them watch these tapes of the brutality. So as you mentioned also during the second block, all of you who are denying it, oh, it didn't happen. I mean, they use CGI, they this. Well, you have Hamas on the freaking tape saying that they did it and they're proud of it. It doesn't get much real than that. But one woman even said, you have done all you could do to me. Just stop. I am going to die. Just stop. Those are her last words. And that doesn't get to you and make you want to just stand up and say, this is wrong. You are a bunch of anti-Semites. You're evil. Women need to stand together because it could happen to us. Michelle. Obama, where are you? Oprah Winfrey, where are you? Where are your voices? Why aren't you speaking out? You can speak out against every other debt gum thing. Why aren't you speaking out now? Cats got your tongue? You're afraid if you spoke out? The mob that you created with lies? indoctrination will come out against you? Maybe that's the reason why they won't speak out, BB, because they're afraid of the mob that they created. The Democrats created this whole narrative of the toxic white male, of racism when it wasn't any racism, and now they've got to deal with it. And some of these same women, maybe, are afraid to call it out. What are your thoughts, BB? You know, you raise an interesting point. I think you're right. Um, they are afraid of the mob uh, and the mentality that they've helped to create. And some of it is turning on them. If they don't say the right words, if they don't appear to be social justice warriors, even if the facts uh, go against the narrative, they could be attacked as well. So that's why some of them are remaining silent. And that's a shame. And they will be held accountable but they ought to realize that they have lost credibility with the average American. Yes, they'll be on MSNBC, CNN, what have you, on the Gail King show, what have you, but to the average American, they have no credibility. Silence equals consent. If you do not speak out, 
against the atrocities committed by the barbarians of Hamas against women. Not only not only the Israeli Jewish women we saw on October 7, I can only imagine what the females, the women of Gaza, the Palestinian Arab women are going through every day. They step out of line, but it's all kept silent because remember, Hamas is the oppressed and the Europeans and Israelis, they're the oppressors. So whatever Hamas does will cover up. We won't say they're a terrorist organization. Um, they are harming women. You have women, the war against women by women. I think that's an excellent title. And I think that's happening. And we need to really raise awareness of it. Thank you. We need to raise awareness of it. We need to call it out every chance we get. Because there is a war against women by women. It's just not men. And it's on the left. And I'm glad you mentioned it about the Palestinian women also. Because we know that they too are facing atrocities by this horrible group, Hamas. And it has to be called out. It has to be called out all over when women or anyone is being oppressed and brutalized. It's just unfortunate that the left likes to pick and choose. And right now, it seems as though they're telling women, shut up, we don't believe you, we control the narrative, it's the way we say it and not what you say. Michelle, Obama, Oprah Winfrey, Alyssa Milano, the biggest voices on the left during the Me Too movement. Time's up. This has to stop. It's time for you to get on the stage and call it out. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. My special guest host tonight has been B.B. Diamond of the Facebook show, Our Urban Story. Good night. God bless. God bless Israel. And God save America. Thank you. <laughs>